0: Hello, and welcome to the Naptown Blues Fancast, a weekly roundup of your Annapolis Blues FC playing in the Mid Atlantic Division of the NPSL. I am your host, Sam Houston, and I am joined as always by fan favorite, Man of the People. (laughs) i'm Wayne Wright.
1: how you doing man i'm doing just great how are you doing today sam doing great man doing great well be sure to subscribe to the show on your podcast platform of choice please take a moment to leave a review and share with your footballing friends you can also follow the show on twitter at naptime blues for tickets go to annapolisblues.com for more details we have a tradition
0: dare i say an obligation here at the DU Public House Studios to have a drink in our hand whenever we record. Hiram, what are we sipping on today?
1: Today we are enjoying a nice, delicious ice pick, a simple but great summer drink, sweetened iced tea, and Hala Amaze Mint vodka. Excellent. So this is a uh, renowned golfer uh, cocktail,
0: right? You drink ice picks and on the golf course, flavored vodka, sweet tea. Nice and easy. Now, I messed with it a little bit and kind of did it up a little. I added some chamomile bitters to it. Mm. Um, that's where you get that little bit of back bitter taste to it as well. Yeah. Uh, the syrup I used, I did a honey syrup instead of a regular sugar based syrup. Okay. And the honey syrup I used was a bourbon barrel aged honey from Ragged Branch. So and then made fresh tea. But this is one of those things like it is the easiest thing in the world. You don't even have to brew iced tea if you don't want to. Like, go buy a thing of Turkey Hill. Well, I would say two gallons of Turkey Hill, and then one bottle, like a liter of flavored vodka, whatever flavor you want. Peach is awesome, you know, and then just mix on it is the easiest drink in the world to make good
1: for uh tailgating i would say oh i absolutely agree i definitely say this is very crisp and definitely perfect for today's especially yeah. this hot summer or spring i don't know summer spring
0: spring ish still we're yeah. not the summer quite
1: yet we're getting close but not yet yeah but also ladies and gentlemen please remember to drink responsibly fantastic the blues went on the road to fc frederick and boy oh boy did they come to
0: play oh, yeah. annapolis blues five fc frederick nil uh there was a little bit of rain uh this also affected uh the preakness stakes as well it was kind of sweeping from west to east uh most of the first half saw a decent amount of rain and remember a lot of the fields that we play on are high school fields or college fields and they're that artificial turf right no so fun for cleats when they're wet so both teams were just kind of
1: slipping and sliding (laughs) all over the place to start the match with the blues uh we had justin harris mostly attacking down the right i think he's more of like a, what, a right winger slash midfield kind of attacker. outside midfield yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, it depends i've seen them line up but you know we saw that first match where it looked like a 3-4-3 this looked more like a traditional 4-4-2 okay but the the left and right midfielders especially justin on the right were
1: really booming up the pitch gotcha okay so they were more you could say more of like that almost more of a 4-2-4 in a sense like yeah. the way they were pushing up at least yes exactly
0: offensively yeah your center your two holding midfielders are kind of holding in front of in front of the center backs right And yeah, it was the even the wing backs went up a little
1: bit higher too. So they were definitely throwing numbers at them. No, that makes sense, especially the way that Collins been playing them so far. Because again, we had a lot of attacking in the half spaces, but not a lot of shots. Or I should say, no, we did have a lot of shots turned in, I believe. Right. Well,
0: it was so the start the match. It was a lot of kind of playing between the center back and the outside back of Frederick. Okay. And it was passes on to people, but there was no real shots on target, a couple of block shots, a few things that went wide, a couple of corner kicks, but nothing was really seemingly coming of it. Yeah. But they kept to the system. And as we'll get to, um, obviously, by the score, the floodgates open and it started working. But it was, you could tell what they were trying to do. Mm. It just wasn't working. Where on the other side, Frederick wasn't getting chances, but the handful they got were on target and griff had to make some big (laughs) saves very quickly uh there was also a bad pass back from one of our defenders that uh he had to come out and kind of slide away and knock away it was just again it was just a little sloppy and it seemed like one of those matches from the start where you're like well we're dominating possession yeah but man they could really nick one and put us
1: back on our heels pretty quickly if we're not careful so you would say like Griffin, our keeper for the match, was definitely like our man of the match for that game, especially like on the attacking side for Frederick.
0: Yeah, for for the early part of the match, I'd say he was the best. I mean, the guy who scored the hat tricks
1: probably the man of the match. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also had a chance to speak for our keeper, Griffin Hemendinger. Why don't we take a listen to that?
0: Big Sam here with. Uh... Griff, how do you pronounce your Alice name? Uh, Hemendinger. Hemendinger. That's it, that's it. I, I, uh, I've been tweeting your name a lot, especially the first uh, look like twenty minutes of the match because uh, had a little bit of action to deal with back yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of action at the beginning, but we definitely settled in. Um, towards the end of the game and thought it was an overall really good performance. Yeah. It, uh, it seemed like there was just you know, natural with playing on a turf field and rain. It seemed like everybody was slipping around a little yeah, sure. bit. Uh, it looked like you guys were really pushing the action, but Frederick early on, they only had a few opportunities, but they definitely put them on target. That was for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, definitely. They came out strong. I think uh took a little bit for us to settle in, but ultimately we settled in, played our game, and got the result. All right, so couple of clean sheets now feeling good about that yeah feeling awesome all right so uh as a as a former keeper as well um you know it's we're never going to give up a goal right ever
1: no not all seasons. right and <laughs> then
0: and then also every single goal you've ever given up in your life you obsess over correct
1: oh yeah big time oh yeah
0: i i remember stuff from like 12 years ago like one goal in an indoor game that drives me nuts because i didn't cover the near post you have
1: nightmares about it
0: <laughs> <laughs> excellent well thank you so much for the time and uh great job tonight congratulations yeah, on the win. i appreciate it yeah, my final season playing indoor. We were in the semifinals. Ooh. We were up four to one with five minutes left. Defense left me hanging out to dry on two of them, and then one got underneath my arm on the near post. Ooh. Went to penalties, lost on penalties.
1: Oh. Yeah, I can definitely see your frustration.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that was and I never won a division one ship with uh in, in that indoor league. We right. won a bunch of twos, but never a one. Mm and I was right there, right at the flipping final. <laughs> I almost said the naughty word. <laughs> I had to stop myself. Yeah, we're we'll making progress. And, and, <laughs> and, yeah, and that just sticks in my crawl forever. It just stays there. I can't remember, like, there's a time I saved a penalty when it went to penalties on sudden death penalties to yeah. win a ship,
1: but I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because always, like you said, uh, it's always going to be that one that you're always obsessed about or from like like you mentioned like 12 years ago that's the one thing that's always ticked off yep, like just s- right now
0: sticks in the brain <laughs> uh but finally in the 33rd minute all of the kind of great counterattack when every single time frederick came at us uh-huh. we quickly won quickly transitioned and quickly were attacking so you could tell that very controlled pace play from the back style that uh that coach collins looking for out of this squad right it's answering on the field now there'll be some things i'll talk about a little bit later with that because there's also for fans that don't understand how you play out of the back and it can be nerving but we'll get to that anywho the big thing jacob Mm morrell puts in a little dink from just outside the 18 catches the keeper offline just boop right over top of the head just under the post and there you go blues are up one nil What more is
1: there to say about Jake? (laughs) (laughs) I I can tell you two more goals. That's what we can
0: say about him.
1: (laughs) Well, then luckily, of course, uh, well, I should say almost unluckily, uh, Frederick did almost equalize about four minutes later, uh, the Blues counter with an amazing goal from Toshi Davis. Toshi, I'm assuming, is one of our midfielders. Yeah,
0: what happened was ball bounced around inside the box. He got his foot on it, did a nice little touch to the outside, Uh and this was at about like maybe – 12 yards okay and it was wide open spaces there was him and the goalie and he just ripped it right in the back of the net so it was great 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 goal and then in the dying moments of the first half uh jake gets his second and it was a great goal right ball on foot puts it up in the upper 90s on the near post keeper mm. again off his line just caught no man's land and i mean he ripped it right yeah that was nothing <laughs> I, we talk about it, too. The pass from Justin Harris. Yeah. Nasty. <laughs> it was about a 12-yard pass. He's on the um right flank going down. He hits it with just the right amount of stank oh my God. right around the outside back, and it just curves right in, right onto Jake's foot two steps inside the 18 and I mean he just rifles it upper 90s on the near eye, but, but he still had to finish it but damn, damn. <laughs> I, I mean that pass was beautiful and it kind of capped off a first half where frankly they really weren't going down the left a lot which is funny because then into the second half the blues really attacked on the left right. but in the first half all down the right and they were just dominating frederick on that side of the pitch frederick had zero answers other than there'd be an occasional slip up in the back or a mess up in the back and they'd get a shot but that was really about it
1: well i uh she's like we said this earlier in like our earlier episodes that we're going to the championship already so yep. yep just first half already 3-0 this is the <coughs> second time this happened in blues history already yep. already already three uh, nothing at the half that's how we roll but then of course uh blues waste little time in the second half as morale will complete his hat trick in the 55th minute and then of course you had the opportunity to speak with jake as well so why don't we grab a listen to that too
0: big sam here naptown blues pod here with our uh first hat trick in Annapolis Blues FC history. Jacob, how you doing, man? Good, how are you? Excellent. How'd the match go for you? How'd you feel out there today? I think the first 20 minutes, it was really just like we had to build into the game, wet surface, and Mm -hmm. it took us a while to really get settled down and play uh, the way that Coach Conn wants us to, but um, once we did, once we got the first goal, we just kind of hit the ground running. There was moments where we were sloppy and not as good as we wanted to be, but there was moments of really good stuff where we were at the level we wanted to be, but we got to keep progressing to next week against Virginia beach. So that, that second goal, how nasty of a pass was that from (laughs) Justin? Justin, He curved it right on your foot. That was beautiful. Yeah. He put me on a platter. It was like, (laughs) and the goalie's out of the frame, just an easy pass, but Justin put me on a platter. I mean, you got to put it in for him. very good. Excited to see the uh, huge turnout of away fans for tonight. Yeah. I mean, it was great. I mean, we had so many people travel. Um, Thank you guys for your support, (laughs) if you're listening in, but, um, yeah, it was, it was great to see. It was really exciting. Excellent. Thanks so much for the time. Thank I appreciate you so much. it. Have fun. Congrats. Thanks so much. Yep. Good job, boys. Thank you. you that was while well, they were all walking off. Give them <laughs> a little shout out. Now here's your opportunity to bust my balls. Go for it. Right? You know, but just gotta be. So how did it go out there for you today? You bloody scored a hat trick. I already know how it went for him. It Went really <laughs> damn well. <laughs> like...
1: <laughs> I mean, you can't always get like just a vague question. You got to just be like, all right, so hat trick. Go for it. Sup. Just tell me how.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah the the crowd. Um, I I'd say, hundred twenty five, maybe hundred fifty. You know, people probably. Yeah. Easily sixty to seventy five were blues who traveled from Annapolis. So, like, just a huge. You know, in context of you know, obviously play at Navy Marine Corps Memorial it's a huge stadium we've already put four in and we're hoping to put eight in on the third right maybe 10 yeah precisely (laughs) we want to break a record and I get it and that's also it's the hype of a new team and a bigger also a bigger city in some regards like Frederick is a decent-sized city but it also they're playing in Bucky's town outside of Frederick so I I get it I get it right but still a great, gosh, a great amount of of supporters, which was really wonderful to see. And uh, let's see here. Yeah, we already talked to Jacob, so keep it rolling.
1: Honestly, we just hope to keep that same support going on to future games away, especially like uh, Jacob mentioned in the interview with Virginia Beach next week. But then also going back to the game, uh, the Blues defense played a high line and most of Frederick's attacks were squashed or mostly coughed off sides. But then also, again, Griffin Hemendinger was called into action again in the 77th minute in Nice, nice dives, diving save. The So what
0: we're doing out of the back uh-huh. is typically we we it's called playing out of the back. And you see clubs like Manchester City and Arsenal and Chelsea and guys like that do it. And the idea is that controlled passing, make them come to you a little, right. welcome a little bit of pressure because that opens up spaces behind. And then when you're able to transition, you're able to transition Very quickly through short passes, as opposed to playing route one football, which is just, you know, kick it down the field to the big fella. Right. (laughs) So that that's kind of what they're trying to do. But that also means there's going to be mistakes and there's going to be mishits and there's going to be interceptions. And for for people that are watching the match and they're like, what the hell are they doing? Get rid of the ball, get rid of the ball, get rid of There's going to be a couple times they're going to give up some goals. Yeah. And it's going to be because they make a mistake at the back and the other team capitalizes on it. Keep in mind, this may happen once or twice in a season, which hopefully will not lead to, say, like one game where we lose one nil because of that. Right. But for the side... You want to see them doing this. They're playing attractive football. And it reached a point where, you know, Frederick is just trying to throw anything against the wall in the second half. They did sub out their left back, which was the right side that we were going down. Yeah. There was a difference there. And then we just switched to, to the right side and started terrorizing them down that side. Yeah. But there was... That high pressure is gonna get beat from time to time. Of right. Course. The offsides trap worked well in this match. There's going to be times where a guy's going to be away free. It's it's gonna happen. Like one or two times, but right. it's
1: occasionally gonna happen, which is common in, in this uh high press defense. Right.
0: And if you're not familiar with it, you haven't seen it played before, trust me, as a goalie in my day, I hated when my defense played a high line. I wanted them to give me a little bit of a little bit of room because yeah. I wanted a little bit of a cushion, right? Yeah. But this system works and this is how modern football is definitely being played it's it's more of um you know almost in that same regards of total football from from the dutch that was from the 70s where everyone's moving and changing and you could just see this when you're watching our guys play there's four midfielders no one's really the center no one's really the, they're, everybody's rotating, yeah. switching and moving and covering for each other. And if somebody's booming up one side, somebody falls back into cover that. It just the movement's very good and coaches really got him honed in. So finally, in the 70th ninth, um, substitute Gordon uh, uh tapped in a fumbled ball by Frederick Keeper Bartoli and made it 5-0. A ball that he was trying to not have go out for a corner, uh-huh. right? So he was running to the line to try to knock it down and proceeded to knock it right into the center of the goal. <laughs> and yeah, it was just a nice, it was just a simple tap and made it 5-0, and after that, that was pretty much it.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, Fred tried to push for that last constellation goal for the last effort, but then again, the Blues were happy to see it out as they held on to the final whistle, and then we had the final result being 5-0.
0: Yep, a great win for the Blues, and then I got a chance to uh, talk to Coach Collin post-match to discuss the Blues' victory. Hey everybody, Big Sam here with Coach uh, after the
2: match, hell of a uh, opener, they're 5-0. Yeah, good performance, another clean sheet. I think the boys uh a great attitude for the start of the game. Uh, everybody contributed, so yeah, lots of positives.
0: Uh, it certainly looked like uh, the plan offensively was to be direct, try to go into the half spaces, and it seemed like it was open there for you, definitely.
2: Yeah, we work on a lot of patterns we play, a lot of, mm-hmm. lot of rotations, so... I think you could see It was there for periods Of the game But Mm. look we're still a brand new team, right? We're, right. Uh, we just got some of the guys in on training on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've still got a couple of guys coming in next week. So we're still really early in the process, but we're, uh, we're really happy with where the teams are right now.
0: I, I'd i say uh, Griffin and in, in the net definitely helped you guys out in the first 30 there. There was a few shaky moments came up with some big saves.
2: Yeah. Look, I think everybody's going to have to contribute at some point of the year. Mm-hmm. And Griffin certainly done that for the first, <laughs> like you say, 25, 30 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, two massive saves, but uh, that's why we brought him in, right? Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, also, of course, Jacob, with the uh, hat trick today. Uh, just one worth mentioning, that pass from Justin for goal number three, his second goal, was just phenomenal.
2: Yeah, great ball, great goal. I think the thing with Justin, it's easy... Eh, sorry, Jacob, it's easy to get caught up in his goal sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, his record kind of speaks for itself at the youth level, and then the impact he's had collegially at Georgetown. But for me, it's the, uh, it's the overall performance. He's worked great at possession. Um, and then also what he gives to us in terms of our build up and how he uh, brings his teammates into play. He's just, uh, yeah, just a joy to play with.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much for the time, Coach.
2: Congratulations. Yeah, thanks for the support. Appreciate it.
0: Another opportunity for you to bust my balls. You know, that was a great opener. mm mm-hmm. They've already played a match. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them already, but yeah. <laughs> they've already had they've already had their own they've already had their opener. Not last week we kind of did a show about it. I should probably remember that when I'm t- doing an interview, right? <laughs> so, I yeah. give you a bunch of crap for yours. The least we can do is, you know, point out my
1: shortcomings oh, as well. I, I care to tell you, there's going to be more fumbles in my interviews coming soon, but we'll uh, probably work on that.
0: <laughs> uh, definitely by also worth mentioning. Coach Colin, mm-hmm. regular listener of the show.
1: Oh, we love you, Coach.
0: <laughs> well, 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 you know what? When when there's a dud and we are uh, critical, just, just remember we love you, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> So let's go ahead and get to around the rest of the league. Uh, Greenville beat uh, Northern Virginia United four to one. Alexandria Reds beat uh, the Virginia Dream FC four to two. That was three nil. So dream at least get back a little bit of gold differential. And then finally Grove City FC, which is the Richmond squad. Yep. Uh, they open their campaign pretty much a few hours after we're done recording tonight and they are home to Virginia Beach City FC.
1: So, Hiram, why don't you go ahead and go through the table. Tell us how it's looking. Absolutely. At the top of the table, we have Greenville United FC with one win, two draws, no losses, and sitting currently at five points. They have a goal differential of three where they allow two goals in the net and they force five. Second is your Annapolis Blues with one win, one draw, and no losses. Sitting currently with four points, a goal differential of five where we forced five in and surprisingly, well, not surprisingly, zero goals allowed in the net.
0: Heard Griff already. No, no more no more goals. He's not giving up. He's
1: not giving up anything. <laughs> and then coming in third, we have Virginia Dream sitting with this, a similar record with Annapolis, but they also have one win, one draw, and one loss, but still sitting at four points at the table with a goal differential of one goal. They forced seven goals in and allowed six. Uh, Alexandria Reds are right behind them with just one win, zero losses, and zero draws currently sitting at three points at the table with two goal differentials for forced and two allowed following behind them is northern virginia united with zero wins zero draws and one loss currently on zero points allowing four goals in the net and only force one leaving their goal differential of negative three behind them is virginia beach city with a similar out a similar standing with zero wins zero draws one loss and sitting at zero points with the same goal differential of negative three where they forced zero and allowed three. Yeah, that's the uh, one goal. Goals four. We're already at major tiebreakers. <laughs> Following them is FC Frederick, the team we just played this past weekend and with zero wins, zero draws, and one loss where they have zero points. Same with a goal differential of negative five where they allowed five goals in net thanks to your Annapolis Blues and allow or have zero goals forced. And then sitting at the bottom of the table with no games played currently at the time of recording is Grove City FC. They are sitting with zero wins, zero losses, and zero draws with also zero points as well. Yep, and we'll find out. We'll catch on up that next week to uh, figure that out as well.
0: And uh, you know what? That's going to about wrap it up. Next up, we play Virginia City FC down in Virginia Beach. Uh, Virginia Beach City FC down in in Virginia beach. And that's over the Memorial day weekend. Uh, I know you've got some family obligations and myself, I would have made that drive if it wasn't for the fact that the premier league ends on Sunday. And I kind of do another show about the premier league. So I kind of <laughs> need to focus on that. And, yeah. and also my team may be going down. So I, I, prefer being the solitude of my own house (laughs) as a grown man when i decide to
1: sob openly if that happens that is fair we stay up i'll probably sob as well either happy tears or sad tears we'll see where we go
0: there will be there will be tears in the houston household (laughs)
1: on sunday irregardless
0: you're gonna be gone for a couple of weeks i'm gonna try to get some guest hosts in here but i might be flying solo as well so um any parting words
1: yes sadly i'll be out with recording for two weeks. You guys won't hear this sultry voice for two more weeks, but I'll be back soon. Uh, just doing some family obligations and other obligations I have to take care of. But while I'm away, make sure you guys are also going on to annapolisblues.com. Get your tickets for our home opener for June 3rd. We are mm-hmm. pushing for that attendance record for the NPSL. Currently sitting at 74 11. Let's try to get that I'm, I'm being cocky. Let's go for 10. I don't want 10? just I don't want t- eight. Let's go for 10. I want 10,000 Navy 10G, 10
0: baby. 10G. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then of course, you can also purchase your merchandise at the same website, com, where yours truly will be packing up your merchandise for you. You understand
0: that's a lot of cabs you're going to have to sign if there's 10,000 there, right?
1: You know what? Bring it on. Okay. <laughs> Got it.
0: And I put out this challenge to all the blues listeners out there. I need a grown man to ask Hiram to sign his calf. That happens, you get a beverage of your choosing from me. I don't want to encourage, if somebody does not drink alcoholic beverages, I don't want to make them. But if you want to drink alcohol, I might or might not have a lot of whiskey in my trunk at all times <laughs> and can make that happen or buy you a beer. But if, if any of you can get Hiram to sign your calf and I see
1: it, there's alcohol in your future. You know what? I'm going to go what up? <laughs> If anyone comes to either me or Sam and asks to sign their forehead, I will give you a hot dog, whatever drink you want, and... I'll even throw in a, a free scarf on me. There we go. I love it.
0: <laughs> signing foreheads and cabs. Um, I knew we were going to come up with a bit. I just didn't expect it was going to be signing people's body parts. All right. <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> yes, exactly. Respectfully. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Naptown Blues Pod and Annapolis Blues to follow the club. Until next week, everybody. Up, up the, the Blues. blues.